Hi, I'm Chelsea, the Christian Nutritionist. Welcome to the Christian Health Club podcast. We are here to fire you up in spirit, mind, and body so that you can get out into the world and be everything God created you to be. Welcome to the club. Here we go. Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the club. How are you today? I am well. I wasn't well for a hot minute when I had COVID over the holidays, but I'm all good now. And now that I'm through it and past it, I wanted to talk about it because it was kind of funny. When it hit our house, I was like, gah, what do I do? Even though I knew what to do. In the moment, you just, you know, you kind of go into analysis paralysis. You know, you're kind of just bebopping along with your life. And then you start getting some symptoms and you're like, is this it? Yeah, this is it. But by that time, you're not really thinking straight, you know. And luckily, I had most of the things that I needed on hand because the time to worry about having what you need is not when you need it, right? Um, especially some of these things that might need to be ordered ahead of time, especially for somebody like, like me that lives in a small town without easy access to um, some of these supplemental things that I, I wanted to have. I recently heard Dr. Peter McCullough, who is a leading COVID doctor and has developed a successful protocol that works for those who get hit hard with COVID. Um, but I heard him say, there is no reason not to be prepared for this thing. Like it should not catch us by surprise. The likelihood is that we're all going to get it at some point and that we should have supplemental support on hand. We should know where to go or who to contact if we need more support, like if we need prescriptions or doctor's care, doctors that are using protocols like Dr. McCullough's, and we should know the closest place to get monoclonal antibodies. So in today's podcast episode, I want to talk about the things to have on hand. That's, you know, that's where I can come in here. Even though I feel like I've done several podcasts in the last three to six months talking about supplements, um, Carly and I have done several, you know, pertaining to the immune system and vitamin D and all that. But I wanted to do this episode as its own container for you to easily reference and to know what to have on hand. And that way, maybe you can make your own little prep pack, you know, for yourself or for a loved one, you know, like a kid away at college or maybe a parent, a friend, um, or maybe it's just your little section of your, your health cabinet, your medicine cabinet, your supplement cabinet, you know, you just have your little section with all your stuff to be prepared. Especially, you know, with this Omicron variant just ripping through the country like wildfire, uh, wildfire, the good news is it does seem to be, you know, short-lived and fairly mild as far as COVID variants go. It's just really contagious. Apparently, it is the most mutated variant thus far with 26 unique spike proteins. If you don't know what a spike protein is, um, let me explain because I had to look it up myself. <laughs> spike proteins are like these little bumpy protrusions on the surface of the virus particle. So if you looked under a microscope, these spikes kind of look like a crown. The word corona is Latin for crown, so hence coronavirus. They have these special crown-shaped spike proteins. 
And what spike proteins do is latch the virus onto your cells, you know, allows them to get entry into your cells. So for reference, uh, the alpha variant had four spike proteins, uh, beta had six, gamma had eight, delta has eight, and, and omicron wins with 26 unique spike protein mutations. So that gives you a better understanding about why it's spreading so easily, you know, lots of latcher honors. So three of us in my family were sick, one of my boys, uh, my husband, and then me. Uh, my other two kids were fine. Uh, my husband and my son lost their appetite. Like they couldn't eat for like three days. That of course did not happen to me. It never does. <laughs> I felt fine just eating the house down and I ate like completely normal. Um, I had the typical symptoms of Omicron, which include scratchy, but not necessarily a sore throat, a dry cough, um, overall fatigue, and interestingly, lower back pain. Like, that's a thing. My husband had it. My best friend who tested positive um, also had it. And so it was legit. Like, that, I, it was weird, you know? Like, why is my back hurting? You know, it's not time for my uh, cycle or anything like that. So I don't know. It was, it was noticeable. The worst of it for me, one of the worst things was just being hot because <laughs> I had fever. Um, and the other was just tiring so easily, you know, like it was right in the middle of the holidays and there were just things that had to be done. There was no getting around it. So I'd get up and do some stuff and then I'd lay down, you know, and then get back up and do some stuff and then I'd lay down. You know, I couldn't just totally check out. I mean, I find that mamas usually can't, um, but I just, I had to just power through some things and I did. Um, the whole time, I really just wanted to like crawl into my refrigerator and shut the door because I was just so hot. <laughs> but I will tell you, this is kind of important. I think it's interesting. I mean, I didn't do anything to artificially lower my fever. Unless a fever is getting dangerously high, I just like to let it do its thing. You know, it is our body's natural immune response to kind of like cook out the infection, you know, like heat it up and kill it. Um, and so even though fever is inconvenient and it doesn't feel great, it serves a purpose. And so I just rolled with it. I think our perception is that, you know, a fever is something we get from a pathogen instead of looking at it as something our body does in reaction, you know, as a tool, immune tool to like help fry the invader. You know, Hippocrates who was considered the father of medicine. He was a physician around, I don't know, like 300 BC. He said, give me a fever and I can cure any disease. He was also the one who said all disease begins in the gut. And he's the one who said, wine is an appropriate article for mankind, both for the healthy body and for the ailing man. So I love me some Hippocrates. Um, in fact, you know, when people ask you if you could go back in time and meet somebody, I mean, of course, my first choice would be Jesus, but I sure would like to meet Hippocrates as well. I mean, just so brilliant, so ahead of his time, spot on with truth bombs that science, you know, is just now exploring and finding evidence for. Um, but fever, fever, y'all. I was also just reading in Dr. Natasha Campbell McBride's latest book called Gut and Physiology Syndrome, which is fantastic. Remember, I recently interviewed River Yo, who is a GAPS practitioner. We talked about gut and psychology syndrome. Well, this new book of Dr. McBride's um, is really fantastic, and she mentions the importance of fever several times. In fact, she has a section titled, Bless the Fever. 
And she says, fever is good for us. It is a major tool our immune system uses for killing disease-causing microbes, destroying toxins, and removing cancer cells. If you have a fever for a few days and do not interfere with it, you clean your body, remove chronic infections, prevent cancer formation, and rejuvenate yourself. During fever, your immune system resets itself, rebalances its various branches, regroups, and becomes more effective at dealing with the environment. She goes on to say, it is particularly vital to allow fever to run in our babies and small children. Children are born with immature immune systems, which require education. The first fever your child develops is a major educational experience for the child's immune system. If the fever is not allowed to run, the child's immune system has missed an important lesson. Instead, it has received a wrong lesson, which may lay the ground for allergies and autoimmunity in the future. I just thought that was, um, wow, incredible. And, you know, of course, we don't want to let our kids run high fevers, you know, but low-grade fevers are actually helpful for the body. Yes, they're inconvenient. Yes, they have to miss school. Yes, it's so sad to watch your baby feel unwell. But in the long run, it's better to let their God-given immune system work. You know, like I said, having a fever was one of the more uncomfortable symptoms I had with COVID. Um, I did use my little just relax boo cold pack on my head, which felt so good. My friend Lisa will be happy to hear that. And my friend Lisa from Jesus Camp, she has a company called Just Relax Boo. (laughs) And she makes these cute little flaxseed and lavender packs that you can keep in the freezer or you can heat them up. And um, so I keep several in the freezer and um, they just came in so handy. I can't tell you how good it felt. I would lay down and just put one of those on my head to cool off a little bit. And it really was nice. Um, Ironically, though, Speaking of hot, I did sit out in the sun on purpose while I was sick. Uh, We had some unseasonably warm weather in Texas. I mean, just absolutely beautiful weather over the holidays. And so I went outside. I like put my bathing suit on here. I'm all, you know, not feeling so hot, but I put my bathing suit on, um, went outside and laid out, got some sun on my front and my backsides, you know, for natural vitamin D and for a mitochondrial boost. Um, you know, just really boost the immune system. Had it not been so, you know, nice outside and sunny, I would have used my Juve light, which is my red and infrared light panels that I have hanging on the back of the door in my laundry room. Um, sometimes I take pictures and put them in social media um, when I'm juving because I'm always like multitasking when I'm doing my, standing in front of my Juve lights. I'm like answering emails or um, social media or whatever. It's kind of handy. Um, so anyway, I would have used that, but I used the real deal instead um, because it was so nice outside. So if you do get sick, um, well, shoot, even if you don't, um, get out in the sun when you can and soak up some healing rays. And the other thing I did, speaking of hot, um, was take Epsom salt baths. In fact, we all did. We were like some bath taken fools up in here. A really hot Epsom salt bath is good, Um, just a good detox bath, you know, and it can help you kind of break that sweat, force out toxins. Um, The Epsom salt gives you a dose of transdermal magnesium. It's relaxing. Um, It was just good in so many ways. And in fact, my son was the one that thought of it. He went because he was I was the last one to not feel well. And I'm not sure if it was my son or my husband or who got it first or whatever. But anyway, my son, it was my son's idea to 
um, start taking the Epsom salt baths. And it just made my heart happy to know, like, he knows that, you know, he's going to grow up. And one day um, when he's living on his own, his roommates might think he's weird. He's going to be like, I need to take an Epsom salt bath. <laughs> but I'm glad that they know to do that. Um, other than those things, we loaded up on supplements, you know, which again, I was very glad to have on hand. And so that's really what I want to share um, is just because I think that these would be valuable for you to consider having on hand as well. So the first thing, what um, not really specific for, I guess, COVID, but our liver pills. I mean, we, you know, we take those anyway. And so we continue to take them because they are like nature's multivitamins. So that's always helpful for the body. Um, but, you know, I have some different blends, like multi-organ blends, not just liver. Um that I order from a company called Heart and Soil. Ancestral Supplement's a good one for this too. But we have a blend from Heart and Soil called Histamine and Immune, um, which includes liver, spleen, kidney, lung, and thymus. I have been giving that to my, my mouth breather son, and it has been really helpful. So we already had that um, on hand. And then we also have one called Lifeblood, which is targeted for cardiovascular health. And it's one that I have on hand for my husband to take, but it has liver, spleen, and blood extract, which boosts red blood cells, white blood cells, and platelets, and has riboflavin, B12, folate, choline, copper, biotin, CoQ10, fat-soluble vitamins, just a lot of good things in there. And so we kind of switched into those um, a little bit more regularly over the week um, that we had um, COVID. I, you know, have like this whole organ supplement section in my cabinet, <laughs> several options. I do like mixing up the organs in addition to the liver because they're all, you know, so valuable. It's really that idea of eating nose to tail, um, you know, eating the whole, all of the animal. And when we think of organs, organ meats, I mean, liver is not the only organ. It is not the only nutrient dense organ it's a great one but all of these other ones have something to offer too and so when you kind of bring them all together um, you get a nice um, nutrient profile but you know mostly we do stick with the straight up liver um, but I like to cycle these in as well and this was just a good time for it uh, the next thing we did was upper vitamin d what I had on hand and one of the ones um, that I like is the biotics bio d emulsion forte drops which have 2000 IU per drop. And so what's nice is it's just really easy to increase dosage. You just add drops in your mouth. Um, and so that's what we did. In fact, I went around to everybody and like, stick out your tongue, just dropped drops in there. Um, okay, the next thing that we used um, was the Organic Olivia Zinc. I feel like they should sponsor the podcast at this point. But anyway, Carly and I have talked about it about 8,000 times, but that's the one that has the quercetin in it, which helps the zinc get into the cell more efficiently. And zinc is just good. Um, you know, it's known for its anti-inflammatory and antiviral properties. So always a good one um, to have on hand. Uh, we also brought in some NAC, some N-acetylcysteine. It's NAC for short, N-A-C. You know, that's the one that was under threat of being banned by the FDA. Um, they were going to ban it being sold over the counter. Um, you know, still allow you to get a prescription, not because it's harmful or anything, just because, you know, 
big pharma doesn't want you to be able to get it on your own um, when they can make money off of it. Um, so that's not good for their business, right? Um, the timing of all of that happening was just really interesting since it coincided with the pandemic. But NAC is an amino acid um, precursor to glutathione, which is the body's master antioxidant. Um, also supports upper respiratory health. So NAC supplements can um, be used as like a kind of like an ex expectorant, you know, to help improve air passageways by loosening the accumulation of mucus um, that causes congestion. Um, it can still be a little bit hard to find. They haven't banned it, to my knowledge. Um, you can still find it, but it is kind of hard to find. There's kind of been a big run on it. There are still some options on Fullscript. That is my online supplement dispensary that I use with clients. And if you have my master wellness and supplement list um, that you can get off my website, the information about Fullscript and all of this is in there. Um, the next thing, which I did not have on hand and I wanted to kick myself for it because we run out of it, was vitamin C because uh, that would have been helpful, you know, <laughs> having that wonderful antioxidant. Um, so... What I like to get is something like vitamin code, raw vitamin C, or pure radiance vitamin C. Those are good ones. And we just, we were just out. So um, you can betcha that I am reordered up on my vitamin C. The next thing that we used were nasal and throat sprays. So one interesting thing that I heard Dr. McCullough say was that, you know, people are so vigilant with their hand sanitizer but that this is not a virus of the hands, but of the nose and the mouth. And so that nose and throat sprays um, can really help reduce replication and viral load. So yes, of course, you want to wash your hands, you know, um, and but I wouldn't use conventional hand sanitizers like with triclosan and all that. Um, <clears throat> I think I said that right. But um, you know, it's just, you're just absorbing like toxins into your body, which is never helpful. You can find some with better ingredients, hand sanitizer, something like Thieves. The Thieves sanitizer from Young Living is a good one. That's just one that comes to the top of my head. Um, but as important or even more important would be to use some of these sprays. You know, you can kind of think of them like sanitizer for your nose and your throat. Could possibly help reduce or minimize the viral load and just keep things out, you know, keep things from getting in, like kind of kill them before they get in there and do something, you know, use like a proactive measure. Um, they'd be good, you know, if you knew you were going to be in a big crowd or if you were going on an airplane, you know, they would be good to have on an ongoing basis, um, just having on hand for that. So I had ordered, thankfully, I'd ordered a three pack of X-Clear nose spray. It's X-L-E-A-R which has xylitol and grapefruit seed extract, which is kind of known for its antiviral properties. And, I, you know, just glad I had them. I wish I'd had two more because I like for each person in my family to have their own nose spray bottle, you know, <laughs> that is nice. Like I like to write people, their names, everybody's names on their own Sharpie um, <clears throat> when they have it. Like, you know, if somebody's got something, if, you know, I'll open a new saline spray or whatever we have, I'll write the person's name on it. So it's like, okay, you can just keep this one. This one's yours. Um, but I only had those three of the X-Clear, which I wanted to use specifically because of the, um, those other ingredients in there. So we just kind of had to make do with what we had. Um, wasn't ideal, but it was okay. Um, and then, as far as throat spray goes, I unfortunately was almost out of my beekeepers, um, beekeepers Naturals Propolis throat spray. I really like that. 
Um, so we used that, but I also, and I didn't have very much, but I also had, what I did have was some Biocidin throat spray, which doesn't taste near as good, um, but has a powerful blend of extracts like bilberry, milk thistle, echinacea, golden seal, shiitake, walnut, oregano oil. Um, and so that was good. So we, we just kind of use that um, when I didn't have enough of the other throat spray because, you know, I'm like using it on my whole family, right? Um, not just the three of us that had something. We I was trying to be proactive with the other two, obviously, so they would not get it. And, uh, you know, my daughter started, uh, it was almost like she was going to get it. I don't know. She started having like a little bit of a scratchy throat, but then it never surfaced much beyond that. So I don't know, maybe she did end up getting it, but she didn't get nearly as bad as the other three of us. And so, I don't, I don't, I don't think she had a, the full blown deal, but you know, I don't know. Um, I speaking of like the nose and throat sprays and like viral loads and stuff. I also did hear Dr. McCullough say not to wear a mask when it's not necessary, you know, so you're not constantly like recycling that viral load in your nose and your mouth. And it's all just like contained in your gritty mask. Um, <clears throat> so don't do that if you don't have to, like if you're by yourself, you know, in your car or um, some, or you're outside and not near people or whatever. Um, but he did say, get outside and get fresh air. I mean, I just think that the fresh air outside nature, sunshine, all of that. So important. So those were the, um, those things were the main things that, you know, we had on hand and I think would be some good go-tos for people to have on hand. A few other things that we took just because we take regularly anyway, um, are the CT mineral drops from Cellcor, you know, just really good quality mineral drops with humic and fulvic acids to help get what you need into the cell a little more efficiently. And then also from Cellcor, we have the Virad Chem binder which stands for virus, radiation, and chemicals. Um, I talked about all these binders with Mike McNeil. We did a whole podcast about it. And um, if you haven't listened to that, it's a very good one. So go back and listen. But the you know there these binders uh, that Cellcor have are um, kind of target different things. And so this is the one that we used um, during this time, the Virad Chem. And again, you can find all of this information on my master wellness and supplement list. Okay. Um, we also drank a lot of electrolytes. You know, I keep the element and Ultima packets on hand. Um, I like the element. My family prefers Ultima. The element's pretty salty. Um, but that's, you know, kind of the point. But anyway, whatever, just drink some por favor is what I want them to do. So, we, you know, we, uh, I have them on hand and they'll just grab them. And so we mixed those with the water, you know, and that was good. I also diffused the immunity blend from Revive Oils, um, which is very much like Thieves from Young Living. I mean, I like Revive Oils. I like Young Living. I like doTERRA, you know, they're all good. So just use what you have, you know, love those essential oils. We did use them on our body, um, as well. Okay, I think that's it. Um, so let me just kind of recap here all in one little quick recap place. So we use the liver organ supplements, um, zinc, vitamin D, vitamin C, or I would have if I'd had it, um, knack and nose and throat sprays. And then the bonus would be CT minerals and the Virad Chem Binder from Cellcor, electrolytes, fresh air, sunshine, essential oils, um, and Epsom salt baths. Um, so I, I did go ahead and add a section on my master wellness and supplement guide called COVID prep pack. 
um, which all these are listed out there for you. So if you already have the guide, it automatically is supposed to update because it's a shared document that I can update in real time, which is so cool. What's cool about it, you know, it's an eight page document with all of my favorite supplements that we always talk about here on the podcast. And it's all in one place and I made it for you. So if you don't already have it, you can go to my website, the um, christiannutritionist.com. It's under free guides. And it's there for you to get. I think we had a connection problem with it for a while, but you, it should be fixed now. Um, and if you downloaded a long time ago, you don't know where it is, we'll just click to get it again. Okay. Um, you can also find this information in the show notes. If you go to the podcast link on the website, it's under this episode, COVID Prep Pack. And I will also in the show notes link to the podcast that I listened to with Dr. McCullough, which I listened to him on Ben Greenfield. Um, But he also did an episode with Joe Rogan that apparently got like 40 million downloads or something insane like that. Um, So, I mean, this doctor is just really, really well known now. And um, he's from um, the Big D, Dallas area. Um, And I will also, I'll link to his protocol document in the show notes as well. Okay, so different places for you to find uh, resources um, that you need. I hope this helps, you know, I hope that you're not caught unawares if you get COVID. You know, really, this stuff is good to have on hand regardless. You know, it's just kind of good, broad spectrum immune support. I'm really thankful that getting this COVID variant wasn't too bad. You know, I felt kind of pretty crummy for about three days, um, but not any worse than having the flu. In fact, I don't even think as bad as having the flu. It's been a long time since I've had the flu, <laughs> but uh, it's not usually fun. Um, I hear that's going around again. In case you're wondering, because I'm sure some of you are, I am not vaccinated. Um, I don't get the flu shot and I didn't get the COVID shot. That's just my personal choice. I'm glad I have a choice and I hope that you do too, so that you can get it or not get it according to your personal health needs. Um, My prayer is that we just stay healthy, you know, and that we empower our immune system to work well, you know, work the way God designed it. He made our bodies, he made our immune system like so crazy, brilliantly smart. And just always remember that it is working on our behalf, you know, to fight off pathogens and keep us safe. You know, a lot of the things that we feel crummy like the fever, maybe like, you know, mucus. I mean, all of that is on purpose. It's a way for the body to try to, you know, cook out the pathogen or like get it bound up in mucus. So you have to blow it out your nose. I mean, these are all things um, that our immune system does and is designed to do to help keep us healthy, you know. And so um, I know sometimes we're like, we think our body's against us, but that is not the case at all. And we can do so much to boost the functionality of our immune systems, you know, with good food, real food, um, better lifestyle practices, like getting out in the sunshine and um, and targeted supplements. So hope you found this helpful today. Um, I hope you have a healthy and blessed week and I will talk to you soon. Remember that my mom is an awesome nutritionist, but she's not a doctor. The information in this podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. 
Always talk to your doctor before making changes to your nutrition or exercise program. Thanks for listening. Have a healthy and blessed week.